Welcome to Grace to All. I'm your host, Paul Gray. You've probably used the word grace, sang Amazing Grace, or said grace at a meal. But did you know that God's grace is way better than we can even imagine, and that you and all people already have an abundant supply of God's unlimited amazing grace? Today, we're going to hear the truth about God's amazing grace to all people. So, sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired and awakened to the amazing treasures that you already possess. This is truth that you can handle. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being with us again for Grace to All with Paul Gray. And I know most of you heard last week's episode with my friend John Gradina and He's back again, and he's got some neat things to tell you today. I'm not going to go into his bio again. You see it in the show notes, and I heard it from last week. But boy, he's a multi-talented guy who he has the uncanny ability of being able to work 36 hours in a 24-hour day. Of course, he's a lot younger than me. But at any rate, John, welcome back. Hey, it's great to be back, Paul. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And last week, we talked about your book, Molding Minds, which is going to be helping lots of people just coming out. And and today, I want to start out talking a little bit about you're the founder of 40 Days of Deliverance, a program to improve individuals' mind, body, and spirit. So tell us how that came about and what you do there and many stories that go along with that. Okay. Yes, sir. What happened was it was May 23rd of this year, 2021. and God woke me up, had a vision where I was, saw a Rolodex almost in my head of numbers of followers. And I'm like, what the heck is this? So it went from like a hundred to a thousand to a hundred thousand to a million plus. And I said, God, stop. I don't want a million followers. He goes, it's not what you want. It's my will. And I said, (laughs) okay. Okay. So then I said, well, I don't want to be about me. He goes, I know that, John. It's not about you. It's about what my will is. So being obedient, we had that nice dialogue during that wake-up call of mine that I had with him. But I go, a million, so many. He goes, there's 7 billion people on the planet. And 1 million is like a penny to me. So I said, okay, Roger. I'm good military. Roger that. <laughs> so I went to work at a golf course. I do that in the summertime. So I went to work. I put on this podcast called Order of Man by Ryan Mickler. And I I can't remember the title of what it was, but it was a divine confirmation. And Ryan Mickler said, if you have a vision, if you have something that you're called to do, you need to do it now. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, God, now I really, I hear you. What am I supposed to do? And he laid it out. It's called 40 Days. And I'm like, okay. So I went to school the next day and I wrote on the board 40 days. And then I just sat there and I call upon the Holy Spirit. 40 days of what? So then I, then in the word, Holy Spirit spoke to me, deliverance. So then I wrote deliverance. So then I looked it up in the Bible, deliverance and everything. There's so much with the number 40 and deliverance together. It's unbelievable. So just for your listeners and everybody, 40 days or 40 years is so important in the Bible. And I'll go just 30 second clip. Ready? Moses was in Egypt for 40 years. Then he went to the desert for 40 years. 
It took him 80 years before he did the father's will the right way. Went back to Egypt, told Pharaoh, let my people go. Then goes out to the desert, going back to the promised land for how many? 40 years again. And Moses doesn't even get to go see the promised land because of his disobedience of striking the rock. So then we have Jonah. Jonah, when the whale, right, went to Nineveh. And he told the people of Nineveh that you have 40 days to repent or else God's going to destroy your city. And they repented and restored. And we all know that Jesus was in the desert for 40 days as well and was on the earth for 40 days after his resurrection. So 40 has such a significant role in the Bible. So I had to say that only because it's so important to how the program got started. So I went on an Instagram live with Jeff Forrester, who we, who I talked about previously and talked about how this program came about. And the major things about this program is all about discipline and obedience. I always think about Jesus and and Moses and Jonah for being disobedient to going to Nineveh. So the program has some basic protocols. You have to pray three times a day. We pray at 7.14 every morning, which is Second Chronicles 7.14. We start off with a 40-hour fast before the program begins. We have zero toxic media. Such a good thing everyone needs to do. I don't care if you do the program or not. Get away from all that toxic media. You'll just get brainwashed by everything that's on there. Then we do 40 minutes of exercise, okay? 40 minutes of enrichment. It could be reading a book, listening to a podcast, anything that's positive. Contact one person. Doesn't matter who it is. Just contact, build a relationship or rekindle a previous relationship in your life. And then we would have an accountability partner that you would have that uh, would keep you true to these things. And no alcohol. That's another thing. Zero alcohol. And no cheat meals in between your meals during the day. So it sounds like a list of like, why do I have to do this? Well, because if you have to learn that with discipline, you'll have freedom. And Jocko Willink, I don't know if you know who he is. He's a former Navy SEAL, talks really heavy about how once you become disciplined, you have more freedoms in your life. So let's talk about finance really quick. If I was disciplined with my finances, I'm going to have more freedom of spending. If I was disciplined with my diet, I'm going to have more freedom of longevity, God willing, in my life. Discipline in my exercise, longevity of my life. Discipline in my prayer. My soul will be restored, renewed every day and longevity forever with the father and the son. So this program was built by God. This was not mine. I take no credit except for just being um, an obedient man to him and his will. So it lasts for 40 days. We do one Zoom call a week. And during this time, it's very structured in what you do per day. But we also have a mission statement you create for yourself, a vision statement you create for yourself. And then we're doing something new this time is we're going to talk about life goals that you want. So maybe one of your life goals is to go to Israel or maybe hike the Grand Canyon. So we really want people to be intentional and to almost be rebranded or born again in their comfortable way of life of being disobedient and not adhering to the Father's will. And you learn I let me ask you a couple of questions. Is this a one-on-one individual thing or the Zoom thing? Is that with a group of people and you do the course every so often? 
yeah, so I did it in July and I'm going to do it again, January 2nd. So it'll be twice a year. Mm-hmm. And I had 32 people sign up in July. It's the first time I ran it. I'm dwindling it down to a tighter number where I think I'm only going to have 18 because it's not about the numbers. That's what God told me. It's about the enrichment process during this time. So on the Zoom call, we do have everybody on at the same time. And then you have the accountability partners each day that they're just keeping each other, holding the line basically for what they're supposed to do. So a guy by the name of Brian Scott, who also goes by Cornbread (laughs) from Georgia, Dallas, Georgia, he signed up for the program. And then like a couple of days before we were going to start July 1st, he's like, you know what? I don't know if I could do it. I'm going on vacation. So I messaged him back. I said, you're doing it. And I go, we're, I'm real forward sometimes. people. <laughs> so he's like, okay, yes, sir. I said, I'll meet you previously of when you're leaving on vacation. I'll have a specific session with you on Zoom outside the whole group to explain the process. He said, thank you. So it's him and another guy named Hal. So I made them accountability partners and he did the program and he did the 40 hour fast while on vacation. And he said, because of his discipline and obedience, God started talking to him for the first time. This is just the tip of the iceberg, Paul. So he was an alcoholic his whole entire life. He stopped drinking on August 13th of the year before that he started the program. He weighed in at 298, and he's an avid hunter, but he never really got intentional about what God has planned for him. Just going through life. And he said about him drinking and praying and and just not being a bad person, but not living through the father's will. So he went through, he was, I call him my my super student of the program. And the reason why is because he cared about what he was doing. He wanted a transformation in his life. So he did the program. He has two podcasts. One of them's called Red Blooded Outdoors, which is his hunting program. And another one called Off the Elevator, which is for recovering addicts. So he had me on both those shows together after the 40 days was ended. And it was just a one year of his being sober. It happened at the exact time that this program ended, that he had this taken off the shackles experience. So a month after this program ended, we reconnected with drinking a gallon of water and exercising. So then he was someone I was training and my, and Ryan too, Eubank, my co-author. So I had these two big muscle bound men, you know, and they're 298 pounds and both Ryan and him lost over 30 pounds in like three months. Ah. Yeah. And, and you know what? They both told me, Ryan and, and Brian, that, you know what, because of your accountability, John, and your commitment to us, we wanted to become better men. And you know what? It's, again, this is not about me, but it's just to show an example of I love to pour into people to make them better. That's what I want. And that's what, that's what God gave me, that gift, to do that for others. So if I'm not using the gift, to me, I'm shaming the Father by not using my talent for his favor. Well, you are definitely using it, my friend. I want to zero in on one thing that you talked about with your friend Cornbread. Yeah, uh, I can't remember his other name, so I'll no, just use that. I remember no, that. Yeah, yeah. 
But you talked about he heard from God for the first time. And you've talked about listening to God and God laying out for you the 40 days of deliverance and that. And I know from our talks before that you uh, appreciate and learn from Richard Rohr. And Richard uses the term mystic a lot. And I've come to realize that everybody is a mystic. We just don't all know it. And my definition of mystic is, well, it's kind of like the book definition. It's someone who is able to hear from God. Yeah, I, th- I know God wants to talk to everybody, and we are all able to hear from God. Most of us just don't until, I don't know if the time's right. I don't know if it's something we do, something God does, something together, participation or, or whatever. But uh, And as you mentioned that for yourself, that just happens. God starts speaking to you. And now you're able to help other people experience that too. And that, that's got to be really meaningful to you. Absolutely. It is. I think what people need to hear is you can hear God's voice, but you have to be disciplined in building that relationship with him daily. It's like exercise. If I want to become physically just the best version of myself, I need to do it every day. So if I want to become closer with the Lord and have a relationship with him, I have to do it every day. And not because I have to, because I get to. The, yeah. Being in the presence of the Lord and hearing his voice and then him giving you, it's almost like a giving you these, I don't want to say data downloads from, from heaven, but really that's what a, a blueprint. It's really a blueprint for how you can navigate your life to what he's willing you to do based on what talents he gave you. See, yeah. God is so, and you know this because you're a talented man, a musician and, and more speaker and author. And we never really tap into how much stuff we really have given that's given to us. Yeah. We only are on the surface, like an iceberg, right? We only see a little bit. You know, that's what the devil wants you to think though, Paul. He wants you to think like, well, you're, yeah, you're okay at speaking or you're okay at playing music, but that's a lie. The devil is such a liar. And he wants native language. Oh yeah. Like there's so many D's about the devil, about doubt and deception that people need to realize that. God has so much promise for you, you know, the hopes and plans for a future, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm-hmm. And if you would just allow God to work in your life and you say, well, how can I do that, Paul or John? How about you just start spending five minutes a day with him? Yeah. And this is what I learned. Once you learn that you give your first fruits of your day to the father, he's going to give it back to you tenfold. Mm-hmm. Because he wants you. He wants to have that relationship. And without the relationship, the road to whatever success, you know, however you want to put it, it's hard to come by. And you're not, you have to be aligned with the Father's will and action steps every day. And that only occurs when you give him time to help you go through the process. Yeah, that's exactly right, John. And I don't want to go off too far on our rabbit trail, but I'm going to talk just for a minute. Uh, to me, one of the things that uh, I grew up in church and I heard the term Trinity, had no idea what it is. And of course, it's hard for us to comprehend anyway. But I've come to understand Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they've always existed in relationship. And the three of them in relationship before they ever created anything. And then they invited us into that relationship. And everything with them is about relationship. And they invite us into that divine circle dance of 
love and grace and everything good. And that's what they thrive on. And, that, and that's what we thrive on once we understand it. And the relationship uh, with God and then realizing that that everybody else is included in that, we get the opportunity to tell them about it, introduce them to it, and see the light come on and see people's lives change. But they are all about loving relationships. And of course, by extension, that's what they want us to be all about. Oh, 100%, Paul. I, for everyone, I, I just want to leave this message. Is Cal loves you so much. Hmm. It's, it's The love of the Father is so special. And if you've never experienced it, quit living for this world just for a second. Just push pause, hit the stop button on your life. Go on your knees or, or go to your somewhere in your house and just give it all to the Father. Give it all to Him. And just say, I'm sorry. I miss you. I know you're always there. I want to devote my life back to you. And you know what He's going to do? He's going to pour into you. But don't make it a one-time thing. That's the thing about being disciplined. Is don't just make it a one-time thing of doing that. Come back to Him every day. Just like a loving father. Paul, you and I are both parents, right? The most beautiful thing as a parent is when you hug your child and they, and they say, I love you. Could you imagine as a father, none of your children wanting to come to you at all and hug you or say, I love you? I would be heartbroken. Mm-hmm. But if they came back to you, let's say 20, 30 years ago by, and they came back to you and said, dad, so sorry. I've been a sinner. I've just been terrible. I, I've just been bad. And I don't know why. And they hugged you. And they said, just, I love you, though, and I'm so thankful that you're here still for me. What are you going to do? You're going to be like, you're going to be bawling your eyes out and saying, I missed you so much. I'm so thankful that you're back. Yeah. Right. And that's how the father is, but to the infinity degree. Yeah. He's always there. You just give him a hug. Tell him you love him. And, I, and you do that every day, and he will, he will just set that path straight for you. It's not going to be easy. People have to understand that. No one said it was going to be easy, but if you just trust in the Lord, he'll make your path straight. Indeed, he does. John, this has been wonderful. What a great time together. And I want to finish up by giving you the opportunity again to tell people where they can contact you, where they can get your new book and whatever else you want to say to them. Yeah, just first of all, Paul, I really appreciate your time. I know what you're doing is very impactful to your community and to the world. Thanks. And uh, I'm just thankful that we, we met. So to everyone who is a listener of Paul's, we're, we're blessed with his presence every day. We really are. He's a talented man, and I know he's sharing his gifts every day with us. Thank you. To contact me, Instagram is probably my most used form of communication, and it's just J-G-R-D-I-N-A-04. Um, you can connect on Facebook. It's just John Gardina, J-O-H-N-G-R-D-I-N-A. And I think those are the two platforms that I would easily communicate back with for anybody. And if you do, I don't know when this will be released because we're starting 40 days in January 2nd, but if we miss it, which it sounds like we will, you can always do it in July. So you can book it early. It's only $40. And the only reason why it's $40 is because you get a t-shirt, you know, you're going to get a cross, a necklace, you'll get a pamphlet. I'm trying to make a book for the next one in July, a devotional for 40 days. So. It's just, it's all about pouring into you and making you what God intended you to be. 
and using the gifts I have to help in that process. Wonderful. I know there'll be people who want to contact you, and uh, I look forward to getting to know you better, reading your book when it comes out, and uh, visiting again one of these days. Uh, It'll be great, Paul. Thanks, John. Thanks for being here, and thanks to everybody else for listening being part of another episode of Grace to All with Paul Gray. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Grace to All. For more about us, how we can serve you, and our special guest, please visit www.gracewithpaulgray.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and to join our Facebook group, Grace to All, where you'll be inspired and awakened to more truth that you can handle.